the KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. 83 306 9696 is our dinner's ready text and WhatsApp line. You can obviously free phone us, or I don't like saying free phone. Give us a bell. 1800 96 96 is how you can get in contact with us. And if you wanted to send us something out of hours, you can always email us to KCLR Daily at KCLR96FM.com. Now, we heard on the news this morning that uh, Richie Shanahan of Laura Matt Jewellers um, has made the decision to move her business fully online. Almost 80% of her business is currently online. Um, busy life, busy career, and she joins us in studio now to talk more about that decision. Rita, great to have you in. Thanks for coming in to tell us. Hi, Brian. Thank you so much for having me in. It's lovely to sit down and have the chats with you. I'm sure many, many people listening know the history of Laurie Matt, but for those that maybe don't, just tell us about the business and um, how it's changed and developed over its history to date. Yeah, no problem. How how many hours do we have now to do this? <laughs> well, if we enjoy the chats, we can go on as long as we want. So back, way, way, way back in 1993, my fantastic mother Teresa moved from her little antique shop on Patrick Street down to a small shop on Kieran Street um, I was obviously involved in that I was about 12 or so at the time so I've been in this business practically all my life I have been reared in it and I've seen the many many changes that have happened over those 30 years um, you know mom would have been very well known for her antique jewellery for her rose gold her lovely gold chains and bracelets that many customers would have put by and paid off on deposit over the years and we've had to adapt you know the advent of costume jewellery would have happened you know after we would have opened our shop on Kieran Street so we adapted to that um, and then online obviously began and I made a massive decision you know this isn't my first time to make these, these mad big bold moves I made a decision back in 2018 to move from a retail shop to a first floor showroom mm. where we worked by appointments only and that was a really, really good move for us. Um, it's a kind of like a stepping stone, I suppose, to where I'm headed to now. Um, it allowed me the, you know, the, the consultation process with customers to sit down with people um, and go through the specific jewellery needs that they have. So we were able to niche down then into providing fine jewellery, such as engagement rings, wedding rings, eternity rings, and also a lot of jewellery redesign and bespoke work. Um, so I found as the years went on, the people didn't have to come into me as much. We were doing a lot of the work over email and then obviously COVID happened and we had to make even bigger changes then very quickly under massive stress and unknown outcomes of what was going to happen back in those days. Um, so I have to say actually the local enterprise office were fantastic during that time and provided amazing supports which I gladly accepted and really helped me get clarity in how to run the business when the doors were closed. So I suppose that was a good template for me um, and it's been in the back of my mind then for the last while that, look, at, I need to make this business run as efficiently as possible. Um, a lot of, you know, outside factors came into play. My most beloved maid that works with me for the last 12, 13 years is heading into retirement, uh, which I'm so delighted for her. Um, but, you know, to I had to kind of make decisions then of where was I going with this? Yeah. And I'll be honest, it was a bit of a selfish one in the end that took over. Um, you know, family is very important to me. I have a small three-year-old boy who is the world. Um, my fantastic mother who started this business is... Um, 
you know, heading into her older years, let's say, and doesn't require a little bit more care. And I think what a wonderful thing she was started this business and provided for us through the business. And now I'd like to be able to give back to her and devote a bit more time and flexibility to her. Um, And I suppose amongst all of those decisions came the customers that I've had over the past 30 years and that my mother has had and generations of customers. Um, So I had to, you know, take them into account and see how best I could serve them. And also thinking of the future generations coming up along who really don't care if I have a bricks and mortar shop or not. They just want the best customer service, the best value and the best quality. And I'm delighted to to be able to say that we can deliver all of that Mm. online. So an exciting chapter for us, Brian. Yeah, and we'll talk more about the customer needs in a moment. But what's interesting to me listening to your story, you've probably recognised it already is maybe the skills, the commitment, the the strength to make changes like this were you know, born into you uh, at the age of 12 when you helped move from one store to another. You've been there as the business has changed. It isn't about, you know, keeping the business the same. It's about keeping the business and helping it develop and grow. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, you know, some people are averse to change. I, I fear I'm quite the opposite. And sometimes, you know, I change too much and I change too fast. And, you know, I do move at, at a fairly fast pace. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just the way I am. And I suppose, yeah, I, I am never afraid to face tough decisions. Um, I'm not one to stick my head in the sand. You know, um, it is... It is a big decision, but I know it's the right one. And uh, you have to listen to your gut and you have to do what's right for every aspect, for the business, for family. It's not easy. I think anyone that runs a small business, um, you know, there's huge demands on your time, your mental energy, I would say more so than your physical energy. Um, And it's about trying to get the balance right, which, you know, I don't know, will I get the balance right? But I'm doing my best to, to move it along in the right direction. And tell me about the move itself. I mean, obviously you're moving away from the bricks and mortar store that you mentioned. Will you have a premises somewhere? I mean, you don't necessarily have to tell us where it is, but I mean, (laughs) you know, will you have a premises somewhere that you'll be able to work and, you know, still keep that work-life balance rather than bringing the work home? Yeah, absolutely. I will have an office that I will be going to. And for existing customers, of course, we'll be meeting face-to-face. But, you know, the the transition will be to move completely online. Um, But I, I won't be working from my house by any means. It will be an office office base but it just won't be open to consultations because that will be moving completely online. So talk to us about that move and how that's going to change the business. I mean obviously when you've got a shop you've got to keep the shop front clean, you've got to keep it maintained and all of that work and effort can now go into the online presence. Yeah exactly and I suppose it's back to flexibility Brian and flexibility not just for me but for my family and for customers. Um, You know I do find with be having a shop premises it is like a baby that never grows up. It has to <laughs> be tended to, you know, six days a week. I don't know how pubs and restaurants do it seven days a week for much longer hours than what I would be open for. Um, But I think it does draw on your energies and you have to look at the figures and look at the bottom line and say, right, how can we do this more efficiently in today's market and in the future that's coming along with the advent of more and more e-commerce and more and more online. So at the moment, around about 80% of your business is online. How would that compare for example, to 10 years ago? Oh my God, just turned the figures around. I mean, COVID really... um sped up the online transactions. I suppose we're lucky in that our reputation 
and our, you know, name has allowed us to give that trustworthiness to mm. people purchasing online. You know, they know we're there at the end of the phone. They know we're there at the end of an email or an Instagram message. Um, I developed an online brand um, early last year called Annie and Alfie. And that's purely online. It's not related to Laurie Matt. Um, it's all hand engraved, uh, or sorry, it's all laser engraved handwritten messages on necklaces. And the the response and the growth of that online has been phenomenal. And we're so delighted with its success and, and fingers crossed, continued success in that. Um, and it, it has been a great learning curve to show, look, this can actually be done. Yeah. And it's amazing how we're able to get that personal customer service across through digital platforms. Yeah. It can be done. And you mentioned, obviously, in your press release, and we heard on news this morning that, you know, the customers are so important to you. And of course, anybody who's got existing gift vouchers, they'll all be honoured. Um, but when will you actually close the doors on the shop? Yeah, the customers are. I mean, I think that was nearly the hardest part in making that decision was not, you know, giving up that um, opportunity to sit down and have the chats. I suppose that, you know, a lot of time was, was gone there. <laughs> I, I, as any, any of my customers would know, I do love the chats. Um, but obviously, all gift vouchers will be honoured in store until Friday the 2nd of February, which is only Friday a week away. Um, they will be honoured online. If anyone has a gift voucher and they're thinking right now, I better pull that out and use that, do get in touch through our website. I'll be more than happy to go through all options. We can source special pieces for people. Um, you know, all of our services will continue in that sense. Um, I love, you know, sourcing pieces for people. I understand how sentimental they are and the meaning they have and the longevity of them that they will last this generation and beyond. So Friday week. Friday week. Probably five, half five. I don't know exactly what the plan is in terms of time. Um, you're going to clear the shelves for the last time. Yeah, uh, God, Brian, don't go, get me going now. I haven't started on, and, on even and thinking of that yet. Yeah, well, that's where I want you to go. I yeah. mean, you know, <laughs> you're um, killing me when here. When you close the... It's going to be that sort of... The locking of the door and the... Yeah. When the shutters yeah. come down for the last time. How long do you think it's going to take you in that moment to actually turn around and take that first step away? Uh, again, I, very easily, to be honest. <laughs> that sounds very um, abrupt and blunt, but I've done this before. Yeah. And it's funny, when we moved from Kieran Street, you know, I loved our little shop on Kieran Street and I love our, our showroom, which I'm really fortunate in that there's no badness here. It's all positive. It's all moving in the right direction. So I honestly do feel now, you know, talk to me next Friday evening. It could be a different story. I honestly do feel that, you know, I will look back with with, you know, happiness and, you know, pride, dare I say it, that, you know, we did this. And well, you also look forward with excitement. I with suppose. excitement. Yeah. And I am always one for for looking forward um, and, you know, moving on to the next chapter and, you know, building the next part of the business whilst also hopefully having more flexibility with family and um, overall, yeah. How long is it going to take Rita Shannon to get to the point whereby she's um, being pulled from pillar to post in her home life while trying to keep the it's online so true, business Brian. going and then she wishes, so she goes, oh God, I wish I had the excuse to say you're going to have yeah. to handle it yourself. I have to go into the store tomorrow. It's so true. I have this rose tinted glasses <laughs> of how it's all going to be so much easier. Um, but look, I'm not one to, to sit around but uh, I, I am looking forward to look at to be able even to pick up Lewis will be starting Montessori um, or preschool um, in September and just to have the opportunity to pick him up from that means the absolute world to me yeah. so if making this work this way for me 
I'm I'm just so excited to be I able think, to do I that. I think you're going to absolutely love it. To be quite honest with you, I think yeah. the business is going to go from strength to strength. I Thank mean, you, Brian. You know, whatever about being able to see people walk past the front door, um, having a beautiful online front door means there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people hoping to walk past the front door of Laurie Matt online. Um, but high streets in general. You know, you've been involved in the city centre for so long. What's the future of our high streets and towns and cities across the country? Oh, God, now you're asking the wrong person here because I suppose making my move from Kieran Street up to Patrick Street, I have, you know, moved away from having that requirement to have a footfall presence. Mm. I don't need that. Um, so making this decision, you know, the economic factors of the high street in Kilkenny didn't come into it at all, if I'm being honest. Um, I know they can be um, a massive problem for people who would require a lot of footfall. Um, but I, I'm not the the most proficient person to talk to. I literally go into my showroom on Patrick Street. I, I go in, I park, I go to work and I come straight home again. <laughs> Years ago, you know, um, I would have I would have been more involved, I suppose, in the city centre associations when I was on Kieran Street. Um, and I think all of the, the businesses... So you have got do the experience to talk about it. Years ago, be- years ago. That's outdated now, Brian. That's a long time ago. But I do think the the businesses on High Street and all the business owners are an amazing group of people that are well able to vocalise their concerns when needed and, you know, do a good job of keeping um, the council in check and making sure that it's been run in the best way possible. Um, But as for, you know, the different problems that are arising, be it parking or the one way system, I genuinely wouldn't feel I'd be, um, you know, experienced enough to talk about that. Yeah. Well, great. Um, I think we better round it off by just reminding people of the website address. You're going to be shouting about the website address going forward. Going forward. What is it? I surely will. So it's uh, laurimash.ie. You will find us very straightforward. Our numbers will all remain the same. Um, and you'll find us also on Instagram, Facebook and all the social media platforms. So please do get in touch. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Yeah, well, listen, best of luck with the, the next phase of Laurie Matt Jewellers. It's it's exciting. I hope it works out for you. Thank you so much, Brian. <laughs> Great to have you in. Rita Shanahan there talking about Laurie Matt. And of course, you can still find them online. They're not going, well, they are going somewhere, but they're not going anywhere, if you know what I mean. The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie.